Blog Talk Radio. Hello, folks. How are you doing? It's Danny Tisdale, and you're listening to the Harlem World Magazine podcast. I'm publisher and founder of the magazine. Of course, that doesn't mean anything because on today's show, as we love to speak to leaders, legends, and trailblazers who are helping our readers live their best life and style, and we certainly have uh, a leader, legend, and trailblazer to speak to us today. But before we get started, don't forget to get more Harlem content tips and tricks by following us on Apple, iHeart, Radio, Alexis, and tons of other platforms. Uh, or don't forget to sign up for our HWM Insider e-letter or leave a review or rating or share the episode on social media. Really looking forward to today because today we have a special podcast with myself. Uh, and our HWM president, Cece Minton. Cece is an award-winning lifestyle advocate, author, social impact exec, and founder of House of Minton, which consists of lifestyle-driven real estate holdings and, of course, the NYC New York City conversationalist with a passion for people. She works with men and women, helping them upgrade their life and styles. Uh, also on the show, the podcast, we have uh, Khalil Michael, uh, I'm sorry, Carmichael, as I destroy his name. Uh, uh, <laughs> Khalil is founder and senior pastor of Live Well Church in New Jersey. He is a graduate of New York Theological Seminary with a master's uh, in uh, divinity in Harlem, from Harlem, New York, should I say, in Harlem, New York. Uh, and he is the founder of Fit Care 360, a nonprofit. Uh, helping participants engage in mind, body, and spirit to in, uh, attain lasting well-being with the emphasis on spiritual care, physical exercise, and health eating throughout online and in-person uh, services. Pastor Michael has earned wellness certifications from American Council on Exercise, ACE, and was a arthritis foundation uh, Tai Chi instructor and an arthritis foundation exercise specialist. He's also an author, uh, a father, a husband, a theologian, author, as we discuss, uh, podcaster, entrepreneur. We want to get right into uh, uh, the conversation. His bio goes on forever. We could talk probably for another 30 minutes about his bio. But let's get in and talk to him. How are yeah. you, Cece? Yeah. And how are you, Khalil? Hi, Danny. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I was waiting for Danny to add on to my bio. Uh, pilot, chef. Khalil, I'm already. I already got. I already have staffers over here uh, grabbing oxygen for me uh, after just reading the short bio. So I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah the only thing you left off the other. Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, the only thing. Well, you know, the only thing you left off really, Santa Claus. I, we're gonna do that on the on the uh, December show. How's that? All right, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds really good. I have to tell you, we, we, we are pleased we to have Khalil Carmichael with us today. Uh, thank you, Khalil Carmichael, for joining us. 
So I really want to get into the meat and potatoes, if you will, of, um, you know, just everything you're about. So I have to ask this question. Who made the largest impact on your life that influenced your decision to study psychology? So, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great question. You know, I would have to say two people. First, there was uh, this, this little uh, white Jewish woman in New Jersey who had a practice and I was one of her uh, patients when I was in my 20s, and I saw her practicing her her, her counseling, her, her therapy out of her garage. And I was like, you can make money doing this? And so, and so, and so she, was, she was a big influence. And then Dr. Wayne Dyer, I had a chance to meet him. He's, a, he's, a, he's been he's here now. I had a chance to meet him, man. Just, uh, just, just his his uh, experience and what he shared about uh, uh, the inner life, you know, just really impacted me, and I wanted no more. Wow, no, I'm familiar with Mr. Dyer, but uh, not yeah, the little lady in the, um, <laughs> in the garage. So, so I have to ask you. I, I love your message that fitness is not just about the physical, but it's about spirituality too. Was it always your yeah. plan to transition into helping others with spiritual wellness? No, no. I was going to be a celebrity trainer. I wanted everybody to have uh, a six-pack. I want everybody to have nice biceps. I want everybody to look good. You know, as as, uh, as my daughter says now, I wanted everybody to be snatched. And, um, and you know, I did, that's what, that was my idea of what I felt I was called to do, to be like a celebrity trainer. And... It wasn't until uh, until I received my uh, a calling, uh, a deep, deep calling to help people, and I and I began to learn through years of fitness training that uh, fitness, physical fitness, was not enough, and it was not the starting place. It was not the starting place for transformation. Wow. Hmm. So, Cece, I know, Cece. Yeah. Um, can I interrupt for a second? Because uh, I wanted to ask Khalil, you said your calling. Um, can you talk a little bit about your calling? Was it a, kind of a tap on the shoulder where you sleep and you had a dream and the calling happened? How did that? I'm just curious if you talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that, that I'm so glad you, you you know, that's a great question. I just finished a paper and it's going to be a book soon. Um it was a spiritual autobiography, and what I've learned in writing that spiritual autobiography is that my calling was not just one calling; it was uh, it was many different callings at different uh, hmm. times, and different spaces within my life. So from from one years old, then nine, then twelve, and uh, I think the most significant, most powerful calling came when I went to the Million Man March in 1996. And uh, right. I've always had an unconventional orthodox type of call because when I went to the Million Man March, um, Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan, was, preaching, was sharing the message, and I gave my life to Christ. And that was my start of, um, of, my, of my spiritual journey, and, and it's played out. That was, wow, that was, how long was the Million Man March? Over 25 years ago? And at least, so, at least. And so, yeah, and so I've 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 experienced 
an unconventional way of 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 dealing and 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 helping people of all faith traditions or lack thereof and that that's the work I do as a chaplain at Penn Medicine you know just being able to work with everyone regardless of right. of their uh spiritual beliefs or lack thereof and so I think I think just to answer your question it's been a progression and even now there's a there's another leg of the journey to the calling and I, and I think I think it just starts with rec- a realization of uh, what makes me excited. You know, Doctor uh, Howard Thurman. He says, uh, "Don't ask what the world needs; ask what makes you come alive." Because what the world needs are people who have come alive. And so mm-hmm. I continue to live uh, with that thought of what makes me come alive, and I, I I see that as a calling. You know, when I get that feeling like excitement about something and it's time to go high mm. and it's time to do something different, mm. that is a calling. That's a calling. Wow. So I have to ask you, um, one of your clients, Giselle, um, uh-huh. she recommends the fitness doctor uh, to fix the spirit and body of any group. Can you tell us a little bit about your approach to, the, to getting a positive outcome that your, your clients right. receive? Right, I, you know that's a great question. You know, I've I've uh, I've transitioned from just taking people who want to come in and lose weight. Uh, let's mm-hmm. be honest, you can lose weight without exercise. You can mm-hmm. lose weight without really doing anything. You can people can lose weight. That's not. But what I what I look for are people who are who are looking to live well. You know, that's mm-hmm. the name of our church, Live Well Church. And that and that for me is uh, mind, body, spirit and the soul, emotions. And so I look for someone, when someone comes in or someone contacts me or they call my assistant, Karen, uh, she's an assistant trainer, and also we have uh, LaFennis. He's a, a massage therapist and one of our trainers. When they reach out to us and um, and it's somebody who specifically wants to work with me because you can specifically work with me and you can request that, you know, I listen. I listen for... Um, uh, uh, just that tone of transformation in their voice, and it is it is emotionally driven. It is it is driven by emotion. Uh, I uh, uh, a calling uh, the the in, the inner the inner self uh, saying, "Look, it's time for a change, and if change is going to happen, it has to happen from within first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, here's a targeted question I have for you. Obviously, you know, women and men, you know, we're different. Uh, with women, hormones come into play. Does your approach to physical fitness differ for men versus women? Uh, yeah, it it absolutely does. Uh, for men, for men, when I'm working with men, it's about uh, restoring something that was lost. When I work with women, most of the time, it's about gaining something they never had. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's it's about you know most most women when they come in and they work with me they're looking to achieve something, they're looking to uh, reach a goal or to do something that they've never done before. They're 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 sick and tired of being sick and tired. But mm-hmm. most men when they come in they want to restore old glory. You know I want to look the way I looked when I was twenty five or I want to be I want when I was when I was in the Marines I was able to run ten miles a day or when I played for the New York Knicks. Uh, I could I could dunk a basketball, and so they're looking to kind of regain or restore 
but but women, women oh my god something beautiful about that approach uh for women towards fitness they really want to do something that they've never done before and they're willing to put in the work wow sounds like i need to sign up for a session <laughs> <laughs> oh so you know so. you know it's a transport it's a transformative thing you know it's, it's you know we you know it's not just fitness but it is it is really about um um speaking to your inner self you know the mm-hmm. the 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 person that the the person of who you really are you know the the person that's on the inside and once you're able to to deal with that person and understand that that person has purpose and passion and there's a promise to that person I'm telling you things begin to happen in a powerful way absolutely i mean that's when we had our conversation a few months ago that's what was intriguing to me when you said fitness um, on the outside, but on the inside too, and that really it really grabbed my attention, especially during the times that we're that we're living in. And I know we need to do a, a station ID, so you are listening to the Harlem World Magazine show and podcast with host Danny Tisdale. And today I am a special host, uh, CC Minton, president of Harlem World Magazine, and I am so happy to say that we are on with. Khalil Carmichael for today. So, Khalil, I have lots of questions after, you know, the conversation we had. So, we live in a very fast-paced world, as fast as it used to be even. What are your suggestions, Khalil, for making time for oneself when you're overscheduled and oftentimes overworked, both physically and mentally? Yeah, I I think it it is, you know, exercise. And what I teach, exercise is about consistency and intensity. And so even if you only have 15 minutes, some of my my best sessions are 15 minutes or 30 minutes. And so I try to get people to do that online. You know, when I do the online coaching and the fitness mm-hmm. or, or some of my digital videos to watch, mm. I think just, just, just when, which, 15 minutes, uh, 20 minutes, uh, and, and doing that consistently. So what do I mean by that? It's better to work out two days per week for a year, CC, than mm-hmm. it is to work out five days per week for three months and quit. Right. It's better to work out. Yeah, it's better to work out three days per week for a year or two days per week for a year than it is to work out for five days per week for three months and quit. So exercise has to be the proper intensity and the pro- consistency, and you just have to make. T- you, how do you make time for it? You you understand that nothing works without you. No, mm-hmm. The business right. doesn't work, the family doesn't work. You know, you're not as fulfilled and happy if you, if you're not right. Everything else in your life will not be right. You have to take care of you first. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I did want to ask you a question about, um, you know, with. Uh, mental health issues being such a concern, whether it's homeless or whether uh, it's those who are not homeless, uh, how does mm-hmm. mental health play into your workouts uh, physically and spiritually? I mean, that, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a great question. You know, I, I think, I think, you know, we, we know that the science supports that exercise really helps with anxiety mm. And uh, when, when we are when we are um, able to exercise consistently, it can help um, with depression. You know, uh, Archibald D. Hart, 
uh, PhD. He wrote a book that I was just looking at the other day called Coping with Depression in the Ministry and Other Helping Professions, especially those who are caregivers. You know, there there's a lot of stress with being a caregiver, whether you're you're taking care of mm-hmm. a, a, a mother, a father, a spouse, or even a, even a child, and and uh, even those who serve in ministry, those who are nurses, physicians, uh, on and on, police officers, on and on. Uh, these these are helping professions, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of mental stress. Exercise has been shown to help with coping. And uh, mm-hmm. incorporating a, listen to this now, a consistent exercise mm-hmm. program will help with depression and anxiety. And when you say consistent, is that the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 15 minutes a, a, a day, each of those days, uh, Something like yeah, that, or? yeah, that's a good that's that's a good that's a good prescription. But what what I like to say is one day a week, two days per week, three days per week, because I have a schedule where I work out for myself, and um, and often it is it is specific days of the week. But but life happens, you know. So I just make sure if I miss my Monday because something happened, and life happens, you know, if I miss my Monday, I make certain that I'm going to work yeah. out. I promise myself that I'm going to work out four days a week. And, and I don't like lying to myself. Mm-hmm. You don't feel right and, when and you lie to yourself. Yeah, you don't, you don't feel I'll right. When you lie me. to yourself, when you lie to yourself, it's difficult to look in the mirror. You feel bad. You feel, you feel like you let yourself down. I mean, we know down, we don't like right. to lie to others. Mm-hmm. We know that we, you know, we really don't want to lie to other people. But I think it's just as bad or detrimental to lie to yourself. You know, to yeah. just, you know, you know, cause, because wherever Cheating you go, yourself. there you are. Where, where, yeah. Wherever you go, there you are. And if you lie to yourself, you wherever you go, you're carrying that lie with you until you just, you know, you, you start beating yourself up. And and unfortunately, many will quit and give up. But I, I, I want to just encourage people when you can always start again, you can always start again. Not over till it's over. Yeah, yeah you can. You, you can always start again. I'm telling you, as long as you have breath in your body, as long as you get a new day, you can always start again. Well, I, I do have another question for you, and maybe I, I you know, uh, I got excited when uh, technology disconnected me from the podcast. Um, you know, you you're a pastor, you're a husband, you're a father. Um, and uh, we mentioned a whole list of things. How do you find time to do all the other things that you uh, want to do and, and you do do? Uh, how do you find the time? How do you manage your schedule? And you have clients right. who you are working out, and uh, probably I'm, right. I'm sure there's a list of other things uh, that yeah. we haven't mentioned. How do you stay on yeah. top of all that? Yeah, I'm, a, you know, also being a full-time hospice chaplain. So, you know, the way, okay. the, one, by the grace of God, by the grace of God, that's the first thing. But uh, I, I want I wanted to say this. I, you know, I've um, I've been able to create a life by the grace of God that 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 is not compartmentalized. It all flows together. Mm. So, so Cece, Cece, I know CC knows what I'm talking about. I've had a mm-hmm. lifestyle upgrade. I've had a lifestyle upgrade, 
and my life flows together. So, so for instance, uh, I'm still, I'm still who I am. I'm still, it's part of my whole being, this whole thing that has been created for me. Mm-hmm. It, it, nothing works unless it all kind of works together. You understand? Together, even, right. even being on this, this, this call, mm-hmm. it's not taking me away from anything, but it's part of the whole system whole, and lifestyle right. that has, that has been created. And mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. You know, Khalil, wow. I really get what you're saying because, you know, uh, and Cece knows, you know, w- you know, we have things going on in the business and, you know, it's, un- you know, suspecting that this is going to happen or that's going to happen. But, you know, once you kind of realize, well, it's just part of what you do and part of what we do, uh, right. It really doesn't phase us. It's just part of what happens because you know it's it's just you know comes with the territory in a way, you know. So I, I, right. I think I, I I have an idea of what you're saying and and how you do that and I, and it makes a lot of sense when you just put it all under that one umbrella and you know yeah. make enough room for it in a way. Yeah, it's 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 all under one umbrella, but I think also, Danny. Um, you know, being a hospice chaplain, I see people die every day. And um, and so that has actually taught me how to live. And so when there's an opportunity to, to live, I told you to get excited like I am now, mm-hmm. to, to be passionate, to share, to share my gifts, to live well when there's an opportunity, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just God, the creator the of the opportunity universe. opportunity is there. Yeah, the opportunity yeah. is there. And so, and so it all together. It is a flow. And everybody talks about this. We say it in different ways. Every faith, yeah. every religion, right. everybody talks about this flow, this energy, flow. this spirit. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and it all flows together. And you just have to step into the flow. Right. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you, you mentioned that because, you know, I was looking at uh, who was it? It was an athlete. I, and I, of course, uh, you know, I'm I'm speaking to two youngsters. I know you guys don't know anything about growing older and forgetting one's memory. Um, you know, the the uh, it was I don't know if it was I can't remember the player, but what did what he talked about is just what you said, Khalil. Flow. He said, when I'm in the flow, of course I don't miss shots. I can still evolve from anyone. You know, I'm in the flow. Everything's working the way. It should, and boom, I can just do it almost closing my eyes. Is that the same kind of flow or or something different? Yeah, in the sports world, that's called the zone, so it's kind of like the same mm-hmm. thing but but the mm-hmm. flow the the flow of life is is specific to the individual in, in fitness, right there's something called the principle of specificity, in other words. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody has to work out in a way that's designed for their lifestyle, their oh, gotcha. their their genetics, uh, and 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 the way that in their strength, their 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 capacity and their ability for strength. It, 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 there's a there's a principle of specificity, and the flow mm-hmm. specific to the individual. You have to find your compare right. yourself to everyone, and that's why my fitness program and wellness program works because I try to help people work out for the specificity of their life 
and their goals well, and what they're trying well, to do. Gotcha. Absolutely. I, I hate to tell you, so, Danny, so, 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 and, and Danny, we've got four minutes left. Oh, okay, go for it, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. I was just I just wanted to let Cece and myself and you know. Um, sorry, sorry to break in, but go go right ahead. No, no, I, I, I was I was just saying with Cece, you know, just um, that that's why you know when I met Cece, I was just I I saw her flow that she was in. I saw mm. that just you know she's just oh, she's walking in the flow. Yeah, every everything just kind of like and and I've been as I've been corresponding with her. I've, I've just been watch, watching how she just, you know, she just lets things happen. And, you know, she makes things happen, but she also lets things happen. I, I was observing that. So that's the flow. It's great. Okay. Well, I have one more quick question um, because I'm, this is interesting. I'm, I'm on my own spiritual journey, but I'm, I want to ask you, is there a difference um, in your approach with men versus women um, when it comes to spirituality or is it, or is it somewhat the same? Is it because you know that obviously the genders are different? So I was just wondering, is your approach different? That's a, that's a great question, and absolutely the approach mm-hmm. has to be different uh, because uh, w- women are more uh, internal; they're more discerning; uh, they're more led by uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for with women? Discernment and intuition. Intuition. Women are very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And so, and so I, I can speak on kind of a higher spiritual level with them mm-hmm. where they kind of get, I don't have to always prove that God is to women. They either know that he, God, that she is or she isn't, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, but with men, with, with men, I, I have to kind of <laughs> uh, come up with, with a way to explain spiritual matters in a way that is palatable to them. You understand? Mm-hmm. Where women, yeah. they can either discern or intuitively know if what I'm saying resonates with them. Men are more show me this God, and I have to try to show them this immaterial God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it well. certainly sounds like a, a challenge. Yeah, yeah, it's a good it sounds challenge. like you're enjoying. Great challenge. Yeah, and, and I, I, I hate to interrupt and step in, but we are, believe it or not, at our last uh, 60 seconds, and uh, I just want – okay, 90 seconds. I just want to uh, thank you both for being on the show. I, I, I can feel that we need another 30 minutes for the other questions that we have, but I wanted to – uh, thank you, uh, Khalil Carmichael, for being on the show, and also to thank you, CC, for being on the show uh, for a great conversation. And uh, we may want to talk about maybe doing another one so that we can uh, talk about more of the questions we have. Thank you for being on the show, yeah. both of you. Hope to speak to you soon. Bye-bye. I appreciate it. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, CC. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Cece. And, folks, thank you for listening in. Of course, we are always glad to have you on the show and listen to our great guests and even when we have two hosts. Uh, Talk to you soon. Don't forget to hit us up at HarlemWorldMagazine.com. Bye-bye.